Welcome to Homespun Stories and Poetry. Today we are talking about aging again. After hearing our podcast, Abe, a friend asked me to write something similar from a woman's point of view. I found this a challenge, as I haven't had many intimate conversations with other women on this particular subject. How many of us talk about life and death in this way? As with religion and politics, it seems to be a taboo subject of conversation, even one-on-one. My inspiration for Abe came from one of my siblings. Our conversations happened over time. And perhaps that is the way it works. I like these quotes. The first from Confucius, a well-known Chinese philosopher. Old age, believe me, is a good and pleasant thing. It is true you are gently shouldered off the stage, but then you are given such a comfortable front stall as spectator. The next, from Marcus Tullius Cicero, a Roman philosopher. The harvest of old age is the recollection and abundance of blessings previously secured. Unquote. Finally, from Frank A. Clark, a politician. We've put more effort into helping folks reach old age than into helping them enjoy it. Unquote. Here then is Who Is She? Written and spoken by Elsie. It's the evening after her 90th birthday party. All the guests are gone, and she has retired to her bedroom. Her name is Ina. Ina is ruminating about her long life, just a decade short of a century. She thinks, wow, so many changes, so many missing. She does not wear purple, red hats, or outrageous to her outfits. She is, however, considered eccentric. This because she prefers her own company. And she is not obviously political or religious. So people tend to wonder, who is she? And consequently, leave her to her own devices. Ina does not get lonely for people, but she is lonely. She is lonely for events, caring for family, love affairs, travel. She is lonely for recognition, not for celebrity or popularity, but simply to be seen. Ina feels invisible. When she was younger, this was not the case. Her beauty turned heads. Who is she? Was a comment with a very different meaning than the present one. 
She remembers the first time a man was attracted to her daughter instead of herself. She wasn't jealous, thank goodness. She was simply surprised. Perhaps that was the first day of her loneliness. As she aged, she rarely gave it any thought. She jokes that had she known she would live so long, she would have made better plans. Ina had a good career, traveled to several foreign countries, and enjoyed the benefits of a good salary. When she retired, she returned to gardening and writing to fulfill her creative needs. She is a reasonable cook and treats herself well in regard to meals. She likes a glass or two of wine or port most evenings, pleasant with company, but fine on her own. Ina is not afraid of death. Like anyone, she hopes it will be easy. In earlier years, she imagined death to be a transition into another reality, not heaven as described in most religions, but perhaps another dimension of existence. Now she isn't so sure there is any after. She suspects that the light simply goes out. She misses the other belief. She's surprised she wants to hang on. She asks herself, what for? She has experienced so much. Does she really need more? But still she's not quite ready. Her gardens are so beautiful in the spring and summer. The snow-laden trees lift her spirits on daily walks in winter. The ocean waves breaking against the rocks along a beach. The antics of chickadees and chipmunks. Interesting conversations. Reading a good book. Although her children don't see her very often, or include her anymore, except for holidays, she likes to follow the ups and downs of their lives. They mean well. They love her. But she no longer has relevance in their lives. During these ruminations, Ina has taken a shower, put on soft, sweet-smelling pajamas, and slipped into her queen-size bed. She whispers, Thank you, thank you, thank you, and drifts off into a deep sleep. Just before oblivion overtakes her, she finds herself asking, I wonder where I will wake up.